Hey, welcome to another episode of Talking Mindset with Murph. I'm D-Mac. I'm alongside our CEO, Brian Murphy. Murph, how you doing? D-Mac, what's going on? Doing well, man. Good. Good to be with you today. Hey, uh, today we're going to go back again, like we've done the last couple weeks, and look back at a, at a, a snippet of the keynote that you've done at RQP3. You know, a couple weeks ago we did 2017. Last week we did 2018. This week we're going to take a look at, at 2019. And again, I know you are not one for, for looking back and spending a lot of time reminiscing, but uh, again, like we talked about in the past, it, it's just important to understand where we've been so we can fully commit to where we're going and, and how our past emboldened us to, to tackle the present, right? And so um, with that, we're going to take a look at a, a four-minute clip back in 2019 and then talk about, you know, coming out of that, is it, is it still relevant? Uh, today, you know, and also what what was going on back then, and and why did you feel that was the the, the message for the company? Let's let's go get it, man. All right. There's a concept in economics called the opportunity cost, and I want everybody to think about something you're doing right now that you're not starting. And I want you to think about the cost of not starting, because RQ grows 80% a year. This year will double in 2019. At the same time, we've dramatically increased gross margins. And we're able to do that at a break-even level. We don't chew through capital like everybody else does. We don't. We're a real business. So I want you to think about the idea you have or the thing you're going to wait to start tomorrow or the thing that you're worried about or all this fear, uncertainty, and doubt that goes in your head, that call you're afraid to make or I don't want to have that idea in a meeting, I may look foolish. I want you to think about the tens of millions of dollars I've lost this company from saying stupid shit and doing things that are wrong. Lease an office space without reading the contract because I didn't have time. All of those things, it didn't matter because I've learned a very important lesson. The cost of not starting is exponentially greater than any cost of any mistake that you're ever going to have to figure out afterwards. The person who stands in the middle of the road gets hit by both sides. So I encourage us in 2019, don't be afraid of security model management. Have some swagger behind it. You're damn right this is our category. And you want to see how it works? I can introduce you to any of our demo centers, any of our teams. If you don't know how it works, know that somebody does or know they're going to figure it out. Think of these arena award winners. Just jump. We have the talent. We have the makeup speed. Commit. Bite on that quarterback's pump fake. Go for the interception. Doesn't matter. We have the speed. We can catch you. It's why I love soccer more than I like baseball. I could get beat in soccer. All I got to do is turn around and catch them. Baseball, it may be four, five, six innings for me to get up and try and hit a ball again. Didn't make sense to me. It's catch-up speed. We have it. Don't feel the pressure, feel the opportunity. Do I get nervous? Yeah, yeah, nervous is good. Right up until the point it makes you not start. Know that you work with the most talented people in the industry, and that number's growing by 20 to 30 to 40 people per month. And if we don't know the answer today, we're damn well going to know the answer tomorrow. And if not us, then who? We are a phenomenal company full of phenomenal people and families that look to us to make the right call. 
That's the only pressure I allow myself to feel is the commitment that we make as a company to all of you and your families to do the right thing. And I'm telling you, the right thing every time is to pull the trigger, is to act, is to move, is to get moving. You're going to figure it out. I can't explain it to you, but I've seen it happen, and I get to see it happen every day here. You don't feel good about something you're doing? Go look at another team. Go look at a neighbor. Go look at... Let your past experience embolden your future opportunity. That's all I'm asking. Otherwise, what are we doing? What are we doing? Why, why be here? I'd rather try and fail than sit there and talk about an idea I had. So when you're, or when I hear that, I hear a, like a real call to action sense of urgency in your voice that I, I didn't really hear in 17 or 18, like in this particular case. And so I'm curious, what was going on in 19 where the message was go, like, go for it, pull the trigger? Do it. It's a good question. I think there's a there's a few things going on there. Um, one in 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 nineteen, you know, we had we had really started to try to position the technology that we were building over the years. So a lot of people don't realize we patented our first technology in 2014, and we have been creating and patenting technology since. And and we we culminated all of that approach to taking high time, low brain activities and trying to eliminate that out of cybersecurity. So the, the problem with enterprise cybersecurity is we spend all of our time munging through data and trying to get to the right thing and not enough of our time actually doing the analysis, and the investigation on accurate information. And so ReliQuest, we've always, we've watched as you think about 2019, the cloud environments were exploding. If you would go back to 16 or 17, there was still a lot of skepticism in third-party clouds and, and you know, really hybrid talk clouds were the only thing really talked about, but a 100% cloud base, the idea that these large Fortune 500 companies or Fortune 1000 companies were just going to let all their data live in an AWS environment or in a 365 environment. And 16 and 17, Chief Information Security Officers would have looked at you like you were crazy. 19, it was a foregone conclusion. And the market was moving towards us. And, and generally, I'll get a sense of just getting to see everything. I'll get a sense of just a feel a little bit early. And, and that urgency that you're hearing is we have to embrace this. This is our opportunity. Our security operations center is not going to change. Our approach to how we correlate and how we investigate, how we respond, how we engineer is not going to change. But this is our opportunity to finally connect the promise of removing all the data that we don't need and all of the busy work that we don't need out of cyber so that we can elevate our teams in the Security Operations Center to be working on more creative things, to taking those proactive hunt campaigns that we can do today in gray matter. That was the beginning of all of this, right? It was the beginning of the of the building of the, the user interface that is today gray matter. And it's interesting going back and hearing that because that's the urgency. And I think what I was really picking up on is I still pick up on today is change, right? People yeah. fear change. That's where I love to talk about fear, uncertainty, and doubt. That that noise you hear outside your window, I don't know, is it a branch on your window or is it somebody breaking in? 
if, if, if every, if you live every moment of your life thinking every noise you hear is somebody breaking in, that's not a fun way to live. No. And so if I'm going to, in entrepreneurship, there's no choice. You don't pick offense or defense. You're either on offense or you're not here. And in 2019, we are at a size and scale and success that I wanted to remind everyone that we don't know if that's a branch on the window. We don't know what's going to come at us. Think about that. We're in January of 2019. What happened 14 months later? First pandemic in 100 years. I had no idea. But what I want to remind everybody today is what I want to remind them yesterday is that our past performance our past successes, I talk about like doors, right? A closed door appears in front of you and you, you can't go over it. You can't go under it. You got to go through it. And we don't know what's on the other side of that door, that problem, that issue, that that opportunity. But I know the only there's only one way I'm going to know, and that's to go through it. And I can have 30 meetings outside of that door to talk about all the things that could possibly happen. And at some level, we want to prepare but preparation cannot be an excuse to not act. And we got to go through that door. And what I tell people is in life, when you face that door, personal, professional, hey, turn around and look at all the doors that are still open behind you. All of those doors were once closed. All of those doors meant you had to open and not know fully what was going to happen in a relationship, in a family environment, in a global pandemic. You had to trust your past success to embolden you for those unknown things to, to, to come your way. And as a company, we must keep that edge. We can't get too smart. We can't get too successful and start pontificating and overthinking and over meeting things. We got to act that. So that's really where I was coming from. Still in today. Yeah, well, I was about to say, it sounds really similar to, to where we're at today, right? Urgency, DMAC, I, I, I cannot, it's living with intent. Yeah. Living with intent. I want to be on my front foot. Yeah. I just, I, you know, we get so few years. I just, there's a, a guy that I used to work with the Chamber of Commerce with, Guy King. I didn't particularly like Guy, but I respected him. Because yeah. of the work that he did. Didn't get along with him. Older gentleman, he couldn't have been more than 71, 72, and I just, just read he passed away. I don't I'm I'm getting to an age now. I'm only 44, but you're just starting to see people that you knew and work with passing on. And and it it fires me up even more. It's like, man, I got this limited window. And and how good can I be? And why not me? And, and when I say that, I think sometimes people are like, oh, my God, this guy's obsessed. You are damn right I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed about everything I do. Yeah. I'm obsessed about being a father, about being a husband, about being an entrepreneur, about being a CEO, about being a friend. But I make choices with my time that other people aren't willing to make. Yeah. Well, I think it's – I think all of us have an obsession of some sort. Mm -hmm. But we obsess about the things we care about, Right. And you obviously have great clarity in what you care about, right? Some people haven't taken the time to say, what do I really care about? They just go, oh, uh, I, I go to this school because it's the closest to my house or whatever, right? And it's like, oh, I do this major because 
my parents did this or my friends did it or, oh, this is my first job, so I just go into it instead of really taking the time that, hey, what matters most to me? Because when you can get clarity around the things that matter to you, that's where this, um, what some people call obsession, crazy passion, whatever you call it, comes from when you've really defined what really matters to you. And then you can go and attack it each and every day because it is something that has to be attacked every day because you're either getting better or you're getting worse. You never stay the same, right? And even if they're baby steps, you're going one way or the other. And when I, when I think about urgency, you mentioned urgency. And I was just talking with our product team today who are in Tampa. And the sense of urgency comes from three places. What's at stake? What's it worth? And what's the window of opportunity? Like when you know what's at stake, right? When you know what it's worth and you know the window of opportunity, when you have clarity around those three things, that puts you into this space where you operate with the sense of urgency. Someone else can't make you do that. When you have clarity in that, that's when you operate accordingly. Yeah, no, it makes total sense. I think that's where that urgency comes from is knowing how tight that window is. Yeah. We really look at where we are today, sitting in June of 2021. We have an 18-month window. That's we our are, window of opportunity. That's our window of opportunity. 18 months, okay. We, we have this open XDR as a service market that's coming to us. Gartner is putting us in that category. We are the force multiplier of security operations. The whole market's coming to us. We see it in our sales pipelines. We see it in the record quarters that we keep closing. We have as talented as a security operation team as we've ever had here. And we're hiring at record volumes. We have a product team that's world-class in both product management and software engineering sales team that's really come into their own both outside and a really exciting emerging commercial segment as well sales engineering team is zipped up and great more talent in our marketing team we've ever had you know that vice president layer in our marketing organization that 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 layer is amazing really really superstars that are there and so i look at it everything's coming together at the right time the market's coming to us total addressable market right now is, is 25 billion for LiveQuest. It's actually far more because the interesting thing is, DMAC, last year, companies spent, or this year, they'll spend about $240 billion on cyber defense. They'll buy tools, software, technology, you know, hire, hire service providers to come in, about $240 billion. But breaches will cost those same enterprises or the total collective enterprise close to $3 trillion. So we're spending $240 billion. Yeah. We think that's a lot. It's still nowhere near the total cost. The other stat that's crazy, and this is all from, I think it's Wells Fargo. I saw it on CNBC. Um, is only about 60% of the people in the world have regular internet access day in and day out. So, and that number is increasing. Yeah, yeah. It's going to go to 100%, yeah. right? So the cyber problem, we're already behind today with only 60 people banging around on the internet, 60% of all people banging around the internet. We're underspending $240 billion to $3 trillion, and more and more people are getting access. So right. the problem we solve is the largest technical challenge of our generation. Our approach to that problem, being the force multiplier security operations, is correct. The market's coming to us. And it's going to take execution from every functional area of the company over the next 18 months to capture that total addressable market. And, 
and be one of the most successful, valuable, important companies in cybersecurity. That's where we are. And that's about how long it takes. Companies that people are, oh, I never heard of that company. No, they're a 10-year overnight success. Yeah. What people don't realize is the recurring revenue piece of ReliQuest, we started in 2007, but we moved to a recurring revenue model in 2015, January of 2015. Oh, wow. So, so you're, you're, you're really only talking six years. Yeah. So you put our metrics, our growth metrics, our growth margins, our, our, our cash efficiency, our capital efficiency, you put all those things in line, pick a company in technology or cybersecurity and look at their trend line. And we are, our metrics are better at where they were in their growth. If you level out where we are over the next 18 months, we are ahead of everybody. Well, and that's what's in front of us. That's yeah. the opportunity. And we cannot allow self-doubt. We cannot allow the fear of the unknown. We have to trust I may not know how another group is, I may not know how marketing is going to capture that category, but I trust that they're going to find a way. Yeah. Marketing may not know how security operations is going to pivot to this more proactive hunting capability and this analysis capability where a lot of those alerts that are fired are, are sending those automated responses to our customers and taking automated actions, freeing up our analysts to interpret those hunts and do deeper and richer investigations around the more meaningful cybersecurity events. Marketing may not understand that, but they trust that we have a world-class security operations team. Yeah. So when I say we're going to go do $60 million in net new contracted annual recurring revenue in 2022, the organization may be, I don't know, I don't know how we're going to do that. I don't know how we're going to start that. But we're all going to trust that our sales organization knows how to do that because they're the ones that came up with a number. And if we allow our, the trust and appreciation, the benefit of the doubt yeah. to accumulate, we can do anything. But it's it's us versus us right now. It's yeah. ReliQuest versus ReliQuest. Nobody can beat us head to head. I love I mean, that's that's exciting, right? I mean, to like hear you say that, uh, and, and my hope is that you, the listener, are just as excited when you hear about the opportunity that's in front of us. And, and even in your in your keynote, you said, don't feel the pressure, feel the opportunity. Because that's, that's the opportunity in front of us. And that's the exciting part to be a part of that. And, and you're right. It is about trust. It is about giving people the benefit of the doubt. And it is the importance of us operating from a consistent value place, right? We know we're going to be accountable. We know we're going to be adaptable. We know we're going to be focused. We know we're going to be helpful. And it's all those things that add it up to it. And then the key is to execute, to act, to not just talk about it, but to be about it. Yep. Right. Um, the great Marshawn Lynch <laughs> running back said, I'm all about that action, boss. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. I mean, how many times do you get a quote Marshawn Lynch in a podcast? Not I very often. Yeah. yeah. We should more often. The yeah. Doritos commercials are phenomenal. <laughs> so. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, again, a lot of exciting things happening around here. Uh, and, 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 you know, our goal is, is to get all these in, in 20 minutes or less. And so is there anything that, that you want to wrap up with that um, could really help uh, people out there, you know, punch the ball across the goal line per se? You know, to me, it's it, it comes down to focus and consistent execution. And I know yeah. that may sound like coach speak to a lot of people. And a lot of people may say, well, you know, Murph's got to be a cheerleader. 
A lot of people who work close with me will tell you quite differently. You've been in meetings with me. I am maniacal yeah. on details. Very, yeah. I'm maniacal on when things aren't going well. And I'm yeah. the first to say something isn't go well, going well, right? So yep. I am, I am, uh, I am, I believe I'm an optimist that I believe we can truly do anything, yeah. but I am not an overly optimistic person that just sits around and believes our own bio and believes our own, our own commercial. Yeah. Um, I, I look at the hard stuff first because I know that hard stuff, the stuff where we're not doing well, is going to make us better. We can get the fastest gains. And so when I say we have an opportunity over the next 18 months to be one of the most valuable and important companies in cybersecurity, I don't say that without a basis of fact. been doing this 14 years. And, you know, you run from your fears. You know, that, that, that fear is chasing you. That thing that you don't want to happen, you feel like that's the thing chasing you. And people have asked me, well, how have you handled for 14 years having whatever you're afraid of chase you and take all this risk as an entrepreneur and put your family through this? And, you know, how do you mentally keep yourself stable? And I'll say it's the opportunity. Hmm. You think I'm running away from that fear. I think I'm running towards that opportunity. Sure. So I'm not worried if we're in a relay race, I'm not worried about the guy in the other lane running next to me. I'm trying to grab that baton in front of me. Sure. And that's the way I think about it. And, and it's important to understand that opportunity in front of us because we get a limited amount of time in our life. And, and to me, what matters is the effort I put into myself, the effort that I put into what I want to accomplish, my community, our company, from our interns to our new hires to our people who have been here 14, 15 years to their families, that matters. And we're doing something meaningful. And every time ReliQuest grows, our community grows. Our nonprofit benefactors grow. Everything around us grows. And that's powerful. I don't know any yeah. more meaningful thing that we can do. And so, you know, we have these make it possible moments. What I tell everybody, listen, is go make your moment. You, it's a blank canvas. Go, go make your moment. Like there are plays out there to be made in that old football saying the play don't care who makes it. That's right. Right. Just yeah. make the play. Yeah. Uh, so I just tell people to relax. Don't get fixated on what could happen. Get fixated on what you're going to make happen. Mm. And, and, you know, I, I, it really is that simple. There, there's no yeah. magic here. It really is simple. Yeah. That, that, True. And, and I think we're all guilty at times of, of making it harder than it really is. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so Me included uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. myself, yeah, <laughs> I definitely put myself in that same boat. So, uh, rely quest, you heard it, right? I mean, you know, the opportunity in front of us, you know, what's, what's being asked, you know, the, the window, the 18 months, uh, the exciting place at which we sit at. And, uh, it's up to us individually and collectively to execute. And so, uh, Thanks for tuning in to uh, this edition, this episode of Talking Mindset with Murph. And uh, next time we'll be back, we'll, we're going to tackle RQP3 2020, where six weeks after that one was uh, COVID. So tune in. See you next time. <laughs>